Happy May the 4th be with you, Jessica. <laughs> hey, Jessica, may the 4th be with you. And also with you, Dan. M- Merry 4th of the with you. We didn't come up with an opening bit this week. Nope. <laughs> or I could be like, I'm a Darth Vader. I don't know. What did Darth Vader sound like? What was that? It's a Vader. I don't know. I'm leaving this in. <laughs> no, please don't. May the horse be with you. 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 May the horse be with you every day. So, yes. May the 4th be with you, everyone out there. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Here we are. Um, Special bonus uh, episode. At least we made it this far (laughs) to the beginning of May. So that's nice. Yeah, that's true. Um, Didn't even think about that. Yeah. So this week we're talking about this. Well, actually, this week we have two episodes, two regular episodes. Because as I mentioned last week, I sort of double booked our schedule. I thought to myself, oh, we're going to do May the Horse Be With You on May the 4th. Right. And initially, it would have just been an early episode, come on on Monday instead of Wednesday. But then I also DM'd with Magnified Pod, and we were like, when are we going to do our crossover episode where we talk about 500 Frenzy is either dead or dying? And they're like, and I was like, oh, we can do it whenever. You want to do it this week? We'll do it this week. And then we do it this week, and then... (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> I've double booked our week. Now, hoops, you did it again. Hoops, I did it again. Now, normally we would have like just held the Five Iron Frenzy crossover episode with Magnified Pod until next week. But it's like a simulcast thing. It's yeah. different than our last crossover because both conversations are relevant to the theme of both shows, our show and Magnified Pod. So we're going to simulcast that episode. So by the time you hear this, you can technically already go to Magnified Pod and hear our interview with them. But each show, our show and their show, are going to have different openings, you know, different sections where just Jessica and I talk and different section where just Andrew and John from Magnified Pod talk. And then it'll cut into our discussion all together and we're both probably going to edit them differently. So if you listen to both... It's a real Rashomon situation <laughs> where you can see how we edit the show differently. Um, and then I'll probably upload the unedited version to our Patreon. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, any top of the show business before we, we dive into this? Danny, how many My Little Pony FMVs did oh, you find this week? Oh, that's the theme of this week. <laughs> the theme of this week is horsey shows because... because oh, no. <laughs> I eventually stopped at 10. Wow. Where I was copying and pasting over the YouTube uh, links. Yeah. And it was like, horsey video number one, horsey video number two. It's just like people who love horses and pictures or footage of horses. Sometimes it's like pictures they found online. Sometimes it's pictures of their own horse that they shot. They shot the footage of the horse. Not the horse itself. They didn't shoot the horse. Um but they got it when I got up around 
I was first I was separating the ones that were photos and the ones that were video. Wow. And by the time I got You're to the twentieth so one, I am thorough. But eventually, I sort of lose interest when they are all the same. <laughs> the same thing happened with Curl Up and Die because if you remember, Curl Up and Die was the most covers ever, which is so surprising still because we've done songs that I feel like are bigger than Curl Up and Die, but Curl Up and Die had the most covers. And after a while, and it's the only time I've done this with a song, I stopped copy and pasting the covers because I was like they're all the same there's hundreds of them I'm glad you kept the uh, fan music videos in there though because you introduced me to Supergirl which is now like one of my favorite shows (laughs) (laughs) of course so um yeah we do have top of the show business and hopefully everyone knows that the top of the show business is in this episode not on our normal Wednesday episode there's no top we're, we're did all the top we're doing all the top of show business now um, we have a voicemail from David Ketch, and here it is. It's a little, it's actually not like a dropping out problem. It's more like the, the, uh-huh. like the, 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 it sounds like it's going through a filter. Hmm. Like the, you'll hear the voicemail, but it's a little tough to hear. It's kind of a very bassy sounding voicemail. Hi, Daniel and Jessica. This is David Ketch. Uh, I just wanted to call because it kind of seemed lonely the past two weeks we didn't have any, or sorry, you guys didn't have any uh, voicemails, so I wanted to leave one. I wanted to talk about Devastation and Reform because I have a funny story about it. So Devastation and Reform is actually the first Reliant K song I ever truly listened to. Like, I've heard their songs before, but... Devastation and Reform is the first song I ever really listened to. Uh, the funny story is, in my previous job, I was working in a warehouse, and it was just me back there. It was a small, it was a small warehouse. And one of the guys one day came in the warehouse and was like, "Hey, is that Reliant K?" And uh, uh, sorry, I should preface that I was listening to music, and it wasn't Reliant K. It was. Uh, lag wagon. I was listening to Double Platinum. He was like, hey, is that Reliant K? And I was like, uh, no. No, this is definitely not Reliant K. So he's saying that he was listening to Lag Wagon at his job, and someone was like, is this Reliant K? And I don't think I could, I would ever mix up Lag Wagon with Reliant K. You've probably not heard, you've maybe heard a Lag Wagon song in the yeah, car with that, me once or yeah. twice, but I never said, this is Lag Wagon, and right. I haven't listened to it enough for you to know. We saw Lagwagon live once, and to be quite honest, we saw them at the It's Not Dead Festival. Okay. And we, I was mainly there to see The Descendants, because at the time, it was the first time I was going to see The Descendants. I've seen them like two or three other times since then. But Lagwagon's show, to be quite honest, was the most boring show of the day. <laughs> like, I'm not saying anything against their songs or their music, but as far as every other band, and there were so many amazing bands there that day. Lagwagon was the most just stand there and and sort of tepidly play our songs of the day. Sorry to any big Lagwagon fans out there. And then he uh, got on my computer and put the live at Capitol Records video on. And I was like, oh, hey, this is pretty cool. So I listened to that and then I listened to that whole record that day. Five score. And then after five score, I listened to, I listened to, uh, what was that? K is for karaoke. And I was like, this, this sounds pretty great. And then I made the mistake of listening to Collapsible Lung right after that. And then I was like, what is this? <laughs> Anyways, that was my funny story. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Yeah. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. 
So that's so I was confused. I was I'm not sure at first if he's saying "Devastation" informs the first song he really heard. So I'm like, does that mean it's the first time he paid attention to a song? But no, it sounds like from the story, yeah, that's the first song that got him into the band. Like maybe he'd heard Reliant K before. David, correct us. Correct me if I'm wrong as I'm reading between the lines of your story. But you're saying maybe you'd heard of some Reliant K before. But the first time you really checked them out and became a fan was because of the when you really listened to the live at Capitol Records, Devastation and Reform, because your boss or your friend, which <laughs> I is, just heard which is awesome now, because I can't remember the details. Live at Capitol slaps. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, and if you have a story and want to tell us or everybody else about how you got into Reliant K, you can give us a call at 402-95-SADIE. Or you can send us an email, sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, which are both Sadie Hawkins Pod. Sweet. <laughs> um, I went into my, my like phone voice there. Like, Hello. Yes, you did. Jessica has a very specific <laughs> phone voice. Well, I'll be driving in the car and her phone will ring and she'll be talking, you know, to me and then her phone will ring. She'll pick up and she'll be like, hello, this is Jessica Leary. <laughs> very astute and yes. leveled voice. And your mom does the exact same thing. She does. It's funny. As a kid, my aunt would like call and she would just start talking to me. I would be, I would pick it up and I'd be like, good afternoon. And my aunt would just start rambling on about something. And about five minutes into the conversation, I'd be like, I don't know, Aunt Judy. Let me go get my mom. And she'd be like, oh, Jess, I'm so sorry. Like, she, I thought you were <laughs> Well, if mom. you ever can't be on the podcast, so just have your mom on. Yeah, that's a good Yeah, call. no one will be able to tell the difference. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's, so it's May the Horse Be With You today. It is. Um, except in Australia, where it's already... <laughs> May 5th. Yeah. Oh, we should have gotten a voicemail from Denny. We should have had him come on and weigh in. Well, I'm right behind you. It's me. <laughs> Good day. It's me, Denny. I was doing my Liverpoolian accent again. <laughs> I want Denny to do like an ASMR or something for the Patreon. <laughs> I don't know if I can speak in a low voice. I guess I could. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. I'm Dinny. I'm supposed to be a little more tempered. I'm supposed to be like this. You forgot that you were Dinny? How do you forget who you are, Dinny? <sighs> Dinny just ran out of here, like, embarrassed. <laughs> I think he was saying he forgot <laughs> that when he's on our show, he tries to talk a little bit quieter. Gotcha. Yeah. He may or may not be inspired by Taika Waititi's character from Thor 3. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Which you is mean, technically, I think, it's Dinny is... Wait, what do you mean? So Denny changed his voice at some point in time? No, I'm saying Denny's radio voice. Oh, okay. Is based on the quiet, tempered manner of Krog Krog from Thor Three. Gotcha. Although I understand the Taika Waititi's from New Zealand, I'm just saying that the character Denny's online character. Okay. His radio voice. You mean on air? On air. Not online. Voice. Let's move on. Moving on. May the horse. This is some holiday. Jessica, this is like my Christmas. <laughs> I'm such a big Star Wars nerd. You know me. I'm always talking about Star Wars that I'm like to 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 put to, to bus toss me today. You used to uh dress up and go to Star Wars weekends every year in high school, didn't you, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that was <laughs> that, that was, was Jessica. Just me. I used to write me. I wrote a fan fiction <laughs> That I had my parents bind, pay to bind in a hardcover book of my romance with 
Anakin Skywalker? Okay, first of all, <laughs> I didn't know what fan fiction was at the time. Right. Second of all, you just but you cre- in a way you created fan fiction. <laughs> my the way lots of people, the way people, the way people are constantly creating cores. That was a spec knowing. script, Danny. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not at all. <laughs> you say fan fiction, I say spec script. No, what it was was so. Did your schools never do this? Where I had a couple different schools that did this. Where. They would have kids write a story and then they would bind them like no. once a year. So I had multiple schools that did this. Oh, okay, and just that. this particular year, like I think the year before I had done a poetry book or something with a bunch of different collected poems I had written. And another year I did like a time travel story or something. And this Ooh, particular year you I should was... travel back and have the Star Wars <laughs> book you wrote not exist. It's so true. <laughs> really should so that particular year i was just very i was at the height of my star wars obsession and i had been reading a lot of the star wars prequel novelizations which was something i was super into at the time and Mm -hmm. so i was like i'm writing my own star wars prequel novelization but it's like it takes place between episode one and two but basically it makes it so that episode two and three never happen and therefore no star wars ever happens because anakin doesn't end up with padme Padme. spoilers danny well well, are you gonna release it to the world who does he end up with remember her name you don't remember your name see now that's a mary sue was your character (laughs) literally me okay let's talk let's talk political for a second let's talk gender politics and media for a second just real quick this is totally off base i'm gonna get away from embarrassing you for your what was essentially proto fan fiction to you it was fan fiction you just didn't know fan fiction was a thing gonna get off that talk really quick because it's star wars day and because recently people are are misusing the phrase mary sue yes right because i had just mentioned that term that phrase in terms of your personal character in that book now i've I've, jessica's never let me read this story so i can't say for sure it's hidden away it's hidden she 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 can't give her she can't bring herself to destroy it because it's like such an artifact of her past but she won't let me read it, and I've never broken that trust. <laughs> like I said, it is hardbound. <laughs> but um, when people talk about when people talk about like female characters that are like the the focus of like red pill a holes, like like this this why another female character in this lead, you know that stuff. Like people getting mad, particularly at Ray from the Star Wars movies, right? And maybe mad at the female Ghostbusters all that movie just happens to suck on its own it has nothing to do with the cast it has to do with the writer and director correct <laughs> um the point or, or is, the lack thereof right <laughs> or in Game of Thrones sorry if you like Ghostbusters 2016 but <laughs> Jessica really hates it I really hate it and it. she has nothing to <laughs> and do I'm with allowed politics to, of the story. I'm allowed and she's to allowed to because you know be, obviously I hate women and that's why <laughs> yeah. I hate Ghostbusters 2016 <laughs> is because man I just hate strong female characters obviously we left that movie and Jessica was like I was like Eh, that wasn't very good. And Jessica was fuming. She's like, I'm so mad. It's the <laughs> only time I've ever felt like the urge to say 
that movie destroyed my childhood. It's the only time I've ever felt close to saying that. Why are you talking good, about this? Well, that ties perfectly into back into Star Wars. <laughs> yes, it does. Because so many people say that George Lucas ruined their childhood and Disney ruined their childhood. And Jessica's always been against that. It's like, well, your original movie still exists. And yes, Jessica knows that the original Ghostbusters, which she cared about, still exists. But at the time, she was like, this movie is so definitively not the spirit of the original. Correct. My it was, point it was is... so difficult being a girl who was like really into Ghostbusters and I dressed up as a female Ghostbuster one year and some of the boys in the neighborhood were like, you can't be a Ghostbuster because yeah. you're a girl. Yeah. And so no, for me, <laughs> for me finally seeing a female Ghostbuster movie, like I was waiting for this to happen because I was like, oh, yes, it's finally going to be a female Ghostbuster movie. And then that movie happened. Right. And it destroyed my dreams. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it is what it well, is. Well, I just wanted to really quickly say, because I've never had a platform to say this before, but the way people have been attacking female characters in media and calling them Mary Sues because they're strong women, that's not what a Mary Sue is. No. And like the word emo, Mary Sue is a word that actually has a specific meaning and roots that is that has a point that is actually meant to help improve writing for like, particularly in the fan fiction community. Cause the problem was that it, it stems from the term Mary Sue specifically April. She's chiming in too. She wants you to get to the point already. The term Mary Sue specifically comes from the fan fiction community. And it means when you're an amateur writer and you write a character that is clearly a surrogate for you and is a perfect character and exists only to have other characters fawn on that character. And even though it come, even though it has a female connotation, there was like a male version of the name, which I don't remember right now. So it just shows you how leaning towards criticizing women it is that I can't remember what the male name is. But you could be a male Mary Sue. If your character was a surrogate for the writer and was therefore perfect, one of the biggest actual Mary Sues would be Tommy Wiseau's character in the room. That's literally a Mary Sue. He's playing the character. He is the perfect character that is there for every character to like show how great he is in the end and talk mm-hmm. about how great he is when he's not around. So when people talk about like a character who's kind of perfect and undefeatable, you can be a perfect and undefeatable character, but you have to be a surrogate for the writer. So therefore, Ray is not a surrogate for J.J. Abrams right. or Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan probably did not see himself as Ray. Therefore, she is not a Mary Sue. And she also has flaws and you can't, it, it, these characters tend to be more flawless and right. that sort of thing. But just like the word emo, it gets twisted and completely misunderstood or shipping. <laughs> Everyone, how the term shipping, Twitter thought the word shipping just meant, what was it? Who was it? Meyer Rudolph. But everyone is shipping like Meyer Kamala Rudolph's Harris, yeah. impression of Kamala Harris. It's, it's like, wait, they want Meyer Rudolph to be in a relationship with her own impression? Yeah. Of it's not Kamala what that means. Harris. So anyway, that's our diversion of the day. We want to keep this episode short because the Magpod crossover is going to be very, very long. <laughs> I did contemplate busting out those two songs that I wrote about Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I did, I did contemplate it, but you just mortified me entirely too much. Oh, you the had them here ready? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, I, good. I thought about it, and then I was like, oh, maybe that's more Patreon content, or maybe it's just 
it's just best left yeah. hidden. Jessica did two sort of like band camp, not band camp, but um, sorry, garage, garage band. band. Actually, no, pop one song. One has never been recorded because oh. it was. It's just. It was when I was learning to play the guitar, a song that I wrote. So do you it's, remember it's it? not. I do. It's not recorded down anywhere. It's written down somewhere. And then the other one, yeah, is like a garage band thing that was for a lab we had to do for school. Right. Well. My new hope is that one day Jessica <laughs> will release her Star Wars fan songs. So yeah, as far as uh, star- as me being a Star Wars fan, it's just another film. It's a they're fun films, and I have spent a lot of time thinking about and being interested in the first six Star Wars movies, not as much the Disney movies. But I'm not like a huge Star Wars nerd. You know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a nerd for many things. I use the word nerd. obviously in an endearing way, but I've never, like we own some Star Wars stuff, but like I don't think about the Star Wars universe as a whole all the time. Yeah, when Danny met me, I had um, my entire office was filled with (laughs) With Star Wars stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, but yeah, we're not like a big Star Wars family now. Jessica's like kind of let that go because it's moved. She feels that the, I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you, but she does, it's kind of hard. Is it heartbreaking for you? It feels like Jessica's like, that universe has moved beyond her now, right? No, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no, no, I like that. I, you know, I had my my movies, and then everybody's they've got the yeah. You're happy movies, everyone has I, their yeah, movies, I'm happy but they're not your movies. movies. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. You've still got your movies. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've still got my original Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your original Ghostbusters too, or your original Ghostbusters also? Mm, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> Well, how do you feel, like all little girls, how did you feel about horsies? <laughs> you know, Did you I love was, horsies? I was not a horse girl. Oh, okay. I, you were a Star Wars girl, but you weren't yeah. a horsey girl. <laughs> well, all the other girls wanted ponies. I was like super happy just to have a dog. Aww. I was like very happy with, with my dog. I yeah. never was really into it. I don't know. And then I went horseback riding, I think quite a few times when I was younger, and... I definitely remember doing it on like vacations and stuff. And then I got to a certain age and it just made me sad because oh. I felt really bad for the horses because I'm like, everybody's <laughs> like, no, they like it. And I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't want someone riding around on my back all day telling me where to go. I don't know. <laughs> if you show a saddle, then you say, hey, get off his back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> did you ever watch Mr. Ed, Danny? I did watch Mr. Ed when I was young. It used to be on Nick at Night. And yeah, it's funny it how Nick at Night is now, it ages with the generation. It's like whatever previous generation <laughs> is the current generation. So when I was a kid in the 80s, Nick at Night was all television from the 50s and 60s. It wasn't even television from the 70s. It was just television from the 50s and, six- from the 50s and 60s. And then I think they started showing some 70s stuff in the 90s and some 80s stuff, maybe. And now yeah. they started showing 90s stuff and early 2000s stuff. And there was like, I Wonder Years was on TV Land for me. Right. And yeah, there was a lot. But Mr. Ed was on too. And I only ever caught Mr. Ed when something else was coming on because we still had like Lucy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. not Family Affair. So there must have been like a... Father's Knows Best. Because gotcha. I love we Lucy. We did have show. 50 yeah. shows. We had 50s, 60s, like 70s and 80s, I think, on TV Land. Because I wasn't, it wasn't through Nick at Night. I saw it on like TV Land right. back when TV Land was old TV. And right. now they have their own like original stuff. It used to be, I remember like, Nick and Night would start at 8 o'clock 
So that's why I've always, even to this day, felt like 8 o'clock is when night starts. Because even primetime television usually starts around 8-ish, but sometimes primetime television can start around 7. But Nick at Night started at 8 p.m. Do you remember Block Party Summer? I do remember that. I always loved Block Party Summer. Remember Snick? Yeah. That would preempt Nick at Night on the weekends. Yeah. But then Nick at Night would start at like 10 o'clock. Right. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, I watched Mr. Ed on the original Nick at Night. Yeah, they used to air it there. Um, do you think kids today who maybe even hear this song know what it's in reference to? <laughs> I don't know if kids these days know who Mr. Ed is. <laughs> I feel sure. like you and I only know because we were like sort of classic TV and fans as yeah. children. I think that's I think it's probably like if I like sent a, a group text out to my friends who are the same age as me, they'd probably be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Please do. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll do it right now. Hang on. I feel like the answer is generally going to be that like people know who Mr. Ed is. They know the name. Like Bonzo. Like Bonzo. Bozo. Sorry. I got it wrong. But Bozo the Clown. Like everyone knows the name Bozo is the name of a clown. But nobody, not even I actually have seen real Bozo footage. Like actual, the actual Bozo television show. Right? Because those didn't have right. re-air appeal to be played in reruns when you kid, but everyone's heard the phrase Bozo the Clown. So I feel like everyone will generally know that Mr. Ed is a horse, even if they've never seen one second of Mr. Ed, even if they wouldn't be able to know who the actors are or the fact that he's a talking horse. Some people right. might not even know Mr. Ed is a talking horse. I think the name Mr. Ed probably just becomes ubiquitous for the name of a horse. Okay, I've got one friend yeah. who, who weighed in who, yes, does know, and she's the same age as me. <laughs> okay. And we'll continue to get those as they come in, but um, yeah. So what do you, I love? I like this song. What do you think of this song? I remember when it because I remember it's a great silly song. It's yeah. just fun and goofy. I remember this song sort of. I don't know. I can't really collate the time and know if they played this song before the album came out. But I have this general sense of this album about to come out. Or, or this album having just come out and it's being a staple in their sets for that summer and oh, okay. that year of touring afterwards. So I feel like I saw this a bunch of times, you know, between Soul Fest and any other tours that came through the New England area that I heard this song a couple of times. And I do have one live recording, but it is a song that they played a bunch. And I think it was, this is sort of like, we talked about this last week a little bit and we're going to talk about this on our Magpod crossover. But this sense that like Reliant K, I never put it. I never put it in this frame framework. But the youth group version of Reliant K, like the version of youth group that would, sorry, the version of Reliant K <laughs> that would play a concert at a youth group at a church that would do church that would actively mostly do church tours as opposed to the rock band Reliant K with. There's obviously some overlap, but with mm-hmm and Five Score and moving on to like doing rock clubs and obviously they continue to do Christian festivals. I'm just saying there's a goofy youth group version of Reliant K and then there's the sort of more mature rock band right. version of Reliant K. And this is pinnacle goofy youth group Reliant K to be like, let's write a fun, goofy song about horses. Yeah. And the title is a pun of... Mm-hmm the famous line from Star Wars, even though the song itself has nothing to do with Star Wars. And how many, like, pop-punk songs constantly have to do with Star Wars? The most famous one, I guess, would be A New Hope by Blink-182. Right. So it's like, 
Star Wars is a big thing that nerdy kids like. Reliant K is something nerdy kids like. I don't know if they like horses, but they definitely like shows with horses <laughs> like and movies like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So this is just like, and, and you know, especially with the songs on All Work and No Play and the self-titled that were like goofier, funnier, high concept ideas like singing about Back to the Future and um, singing about uh, Thundercats which is on the album we're talking about today, but it was on the demo. It was on All Work and No Play and all that kind of stuff. Like, this is just, like, a great, funny, goofy song. And then I love that it's kind of smack dab between a very serious song on one end and then a semi-serious song with some, like, cleverish, jokey wordplay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's so before we get, before you get to May the Horse Be With You, it's What Have You Been Doing Lately, right. which is a song we constantly still <laughs> reference. But that's not a funny song. It's a fun song. And we talked about it in our episode about that song. But it's like it's a fun tune with this ska sort of tinge. But the, the message of the song is generally serious. It's like what happened to my friends who right. have who I who I'm perceiving at this point do have straight away from their face. And then you have My Way or the Highway to Hell, which is kind of like a goofy, clever has some goofy, clever constructs in it, but is mostly just about you're either you either believe in the Lord or you don't, and salvation is you believe in if you want salvation, you have to believe in the Lord. Like that's the message of that song. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that like these two it's sandwiched between these two songs that have very serious, slightly judgy, like, pious songs. These, like, two pious songs. And then in the middle is this little song about how we love horsies <laughs> with all these horse jokes. It's so funny how this is sequenced. Is it about how they love horsies? It's about how they just... are horses. Yeah. And they just want to make a song, a goofy song about horses. Because then you have I Am Lionel on this same album, which is, sure, it's about the show Thundercats, but it's also about cats. (laughs) So it's like, we love animals. (laughs) Was there a Christian version of PETA that could have, like, (laughs) sponsored? Was there, like, an animal rights Christian group in 2001 that could have sponsored this album a little bit? I don't know. I don't know. I've got another weigh-in on the Mr. Ed debate. Okay. So I have another friend nice. who also is familiar because Nick and Knight and TV Land were Sweet. also her thing. Mm. <laughs> okay. So we've got two for two, two out of four. <laughs> nice. Okay. And I'm pretty Doing sure. Doing pretty good. Yeah. So we're already at 50%, like either way. Yeah. I'm doesn't... pretty sure I know at least one of the other two is going to be like, yes, absolutely, because her parents were really strict. So she grew up on like the Lawrence Welk show in Gilligan's <laughs> oh, <nice>. Island. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure she's going to be like, of course I know Mr. Ed. (laughs) And then the other one is like a little younger, so I'm not sure where she's going to weigh in. (laughs) Well, um, if we want to look at the lyrics a little bit, I mean, I don't know how much there is to deep dive into the lyrics. Let's do it. (laughs) But we can a little bit. On Genius, for the line, all in favor, all in favor, say nay. Offensive Mm -hmm. name says... The joke is that normally those in favor would say A as opposed <laughs> and those opposed would say nay, but because they're horses, they say nay regardless. And then they uploaded a picture of a cartoon horse and it says a horse says nay. So you get it? 
they can only say the word nay. It would be like if they were dogs, you'd be like, all in favor say woof, and all opposed say bark. But horses can only say one word. They can only say nay. So really, Matisse should have wrote, written, all in favor, all in favor say nay, all opposed, all opposed say nay, nay. That would have cleared it up a lot better. So, um, and then at the end of the pre-chorus, ooh, there's a pre-chorus in this song. I just realized that. Um, When they say, until they take us away and turn us into glue, like Mr. Ed said. This um, always bums me out, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. For such a fun, silly song, that idea really bums me out. The idea that they're like, they're gonna take. They're the having a fun away. time. They're having a good time, and, and they're just gonna be taken away and turned into glue and gelatins. So you can have your gummy bears and stuff. It's just upsetting. It's just really upsetting. It reminds me of the logo for the legal seafood company. <laughs> you know the, le- the the chain of restaurants in the Northeast is the legal seafood company. We went to one recently with my grandma and my mom. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the logo. The looks logo like. is a smiling fish on a plate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm happy. I hope you guys are happy to have having a great birthday. Yeah. Because <laughs> who comes to legal seafood except for special occasions? <laughs> the rich. That's who goes to <laughs> legal seafood except on special occasions. There's lots of food logos where it's like a smiling version of there the thing are. you're going to kill and yeah. eat. There was one, and I don't remember if I saw it in a meme on Twitter or something, or if I saw it in our real lives, but it was like a barbecue thing it was like a like a happy pig or like it was like a happy fish or something and it was like holding a pot filled with other things you're gonna eat and they were all smiling and i'm like this is this is twisted yeah i've definitely seen those for like barbecue places (laughs) Yeah. yeah well offensive name explains a year ago oh boy um horses are high in collagen making them useful for making glue Glue hasn't actually been made of horses for a really long time. Oh, good. Most major glue companies use completely synthetic materials and no animal products. Although I don't really know if I can trust an offensive name. I mean... Right. (laughs) But the joke that dead horses will be sent to the glue factory still persists to this day. By the way, I'm thinking next May the the 4th, (laughs) we should do uh, the only thing worse than betting on a dead horse's Cobra Kai sweeping leg. (laughs) Is betting on it. We'll just do all the horse. So we always do the horse songs the first week of May. Wow. Okay. Anyway, sure. make that a we Sadie Hawkins pod that. tradition. Yeah. And then offensive name explains that Mr. Ed was a popular <laughs> 1960s TV sitcom about a talking horse. The theme song went a little like this. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And no one can talk to a horse, of course. Copyright claim. (laughs) (laughs) It's the famous Mr. Ed. It is the famous Mr. Ed, and he's famously litigious (laughs) for use of his theme song (laughs) in podcasts. Um, Yeah, so it's all just a bunch of horse puns. Bored in the stables with nothing to do. We make a game out of throwing our shoes. Lead me to water, but not to the track. Show me a saddle and I'll say, hey, get off my back, horseshoes. M- <laughs> Sorry, say that again. I think it got bleeped over. <laughs> Have you ever played horseshoes before? Uh, I almost did. 
it was really close, but you know, close only counts in horseshoes and whatever you, the other you thing. You almost is. played horseshoes once. You didn't just go. That's for the it. meta joke that I'm making because close <laughs> only counts in what is it? Something in horseshoes. I don't remember what that f- f- turn of phrase is. Yeah, I don't remember either. But I I've played it before. It's difficult. I have played it too. To answer your question, I okay. have played horseshoes before. I didn't really understand what I was doing, and I don't remember yeah. where I was, who I was. You're with. just supposed to hit the little metal pole with the thing, and then it like swings around it, and you get a point or something. I guess I don't know. It's like oh. darts. Like it's fun to play darts, but you actually are trying to get a certain number or whatever, and it's right. Yeah. So by the way, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Uh, I get it. Did you find that out on Genius? (laughs) I found it on Yahoo Answers. And it says, a decade ago, this person asked, what does it it mean, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades? I am not a native English speaker, so I'm having difficulty understanding this this saying. (laughs) And then a decade ago, a level six answerer said... In horseshoes, you get a score even if your throw did not cover the ring. In hand grenades, you will still get the job done even if your throw is not dead on. A level six answer. I didn't realize that I they had, can... they went by like Scientology. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually like you can just answer questions without even logging in and that's yeah. when you're going clear or whatever. Um, so yeah, there... <laughs> So were there any other jokes in this song that I'm trying to remember that I want to... Oh, I never understood the Phillies thing. I trot by the Phillies. They like me, of course. They dig my band. Yeah, I am a rocking horse. Okay. Phillies are a type of horse. No, no, I know what that is. Okay. I'm sorry. What I, meant, what, what I meant by I didn't understand was I didn't understand what he was saying. I didn't understand the words. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't come across this all the time, but once in a while, if there's a lyric that I've always heard, and I'm like, I generally get what he's saying, but I've never, like gone to look it up you know yeah if i notice that i save it for the podcast and i saved it for today i trot by the phillies they like me of course they all dig my band yeah i'm a rocking horse so this universe of this song relying k is a band of horses then the band of the band (laughs) band of horses must have gotten sued by relying k remember band of horses not really. <laughs> they weren't they in uh <laughs> they were in that Jake Long movie, I think. What? They were in some romantic comedy. Whatever. Don't worry about it. They're one of those <laughs> you bands mean Justin like, Long? Justin Long. What did I say? <laughs> Who's Jake Long? No. I better look that up in case that's a problem. Oh, um like, uh, the one with, with uh Drew Barrymore, that one? This is Jake what Long. Is that Growing the Distance? He's a former the football distance? Growing the Distance. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, I was like, what, what's the name? J-? So here's what I thought. I was like, I was like, what if it, okay, Jake Long. I'm like, I don't know why I know that name. And I, why I said, I have better look it up. Cause it's like, what if it's a porn star's name? And I shouldn't be mentioning <laughs> that on a Reliant K podcast. Not that I know the names of it. I'm just saying, I don't know what I just said. Uh-huh. I looked it up and at first it says Jake Long is a former American football player. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't know from that. Then I found there was this Disney show <laughs> about, it was like a kung fu cartoon themed show and the character's name was jake long oh okay he was like an asian kid with green hair gotcha american dragon jake long apparently 
he appeared in the Lilo and Stitch TV show in some sort oh, of crossover really? episode. Wow. Interesting. We'll have to do that in when we do the Lilo and Stitch episode of our Reliant K podcast. <laughs> so anyway. I learned to do the hula dance with um, the people who taught Polynesian dance at the Polynesian Hotel at Disney because my friend was friends with that lady. <laughs> was friends with who? So my friend, it's one of my friends from school, her best friend her mom did like all the Polynesian dance stuff and like instruction stuff and the uh, the luau at the Polynesian resort at Disney World. Okay. And so that was like an elective one year. Nice. And so see, I said your li- your life was like a fairy tale. <laughs> I learned how to hula dance from yeah from a Disney employee. Yeah. But you went to a Magic Kingdom to learn that. And that's just like an elective class where you go to Disney or you learn from Disney Well, she people. came to the school, but we did have, we did go to Disney every Friday once a month, one year. Nice. <laughs> well, anyways, you have a deep dive this For week. educational purposes. <laughs> well, educate us on the deep dive that you discovered for... All right. Well, back... Band of horses. May the horse be with you. <laughs> back on July 3rd, 2016, the official Reliant K Twitter tweeted out, May the horse of July be with you. Fireworks if you want to burn stuff. I don't get it. <laughs> Let me... Do I have to see it to understand it? Yeah. It's more of a visual joke. May the horse of July be with you. Fireworks if you want to burn stuff. Oh, fireworks, not fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks, if you want to burn stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so I, I found a post on horsenation.com. <laughs> I, I know, remember when you when I, we found out that I used to have an account with amiright.com? Uh-huh. How great would it be if you found out I ha- used to have an account with horsenation.com? <laughs> would blow my mind. It's May the 4th, the perfect time to remember this random song from 2001 released by Reliant K. It's May 4th. Oh, and also here. So here's the picture that accompanies this article. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. <laughs> it's a, I think we're going to need to put this on our socials. Yeah, it's an entire horse face behind a Jedi robe and it's just because it's so long poking out it's just really really horrifying he's got a lightsaber yeah and it's not a cartoon horse like it's a like a legit horse i think right it's like a photoshop yeah it's a photoshop it's good stuff it's may 4th also known as star wars day may the 4th be with you and because equestrians (laughs) oh no oh no what (laughs) because equestrians (laughs) I just the word of questions. Yeah. I thought it was something the next thing coming was going to blow my mind. I don't know. I'm just not a horse person. I don't know. I just think it's funny. Um, and because equestrians are really good at making just about everything relate to horses in one way or another, dot, 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 and then it's the picture. Nothing we crazy horse people love more than a good pun, but way before the new Star Wars Disney sequels to revitalize the series, thanks Disney, there was Reliant K, a now slightly (laughs) obscure band from the late 90s slash early 2000s, and their cult hit, May the Horse Be With You. If Reliant K is obscure, what does that make us? (laughs) 
I love that they call this song their cult hit, although based on your no. deep dive, like, well, kind of. Kind of for horse people. But, yeah. but no, it's not a cult hit. This not, is not a this is not a hit in that sense. Like I said, right. Curl Up and Die is their cult hit. Curl Up and Die <laughs> is their lesser known song with the most massive number of covers. So, no. The tune is upbeat. The lyrics are goofy. Okay, we'll ignore the turn us into glue line. And overall, this song is everything we loved about the music of the time. With further ado, and then there's, I guess there's, they put together a music video that maybe you came across on uh, your Yeah, your, like your I said, it could be yeah. one of the 20. Who cares? They're all the same. I don't know if I'm going to show them to you. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you they existed. <laughs> may the horse be with you. May the horse be with you every day. And then, I don't know, it goes on to talk about horses. So, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Nice. Then over on Tumblr, uh, I found Situation Normal's post. And it's a photo of a person from the neck down in a black hoodie (laughs) with a horse on the front. And around the horse, it reads, may the horse be with you. And the caption reads, sunny day doing some yard work. Cutting off my face because it's a funny what? face and oh, anonymity picture? reasons. Okay. XD. <laughs> like, I'm going to cut my face off later <laughs> with a knife. Thought you might appreciate the hoodie at use the horse Luke. Hashtag Star Wars hoodie. Hashtag may the fourth be with you. Hashtag shoveling shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, and it's just a shirt that says May the Horse Be With You. Yeah, it's just like a hoodie. Also, I'm not thinking that, you know, Matt Thiessen may not have been the first person to come up with the pun, May the Horse Be With You. Right. But I do think they are the first person to get it into... A song? The zeitgeist. Uh -uh. Get it into, you know, maybe there was like some bumper stickers or something somewhere. Maybe, hypothetically, Matt Thiessen could have seen a bumper sticker that said, May the Horse Be With You on the back of like a horse person's truck. I mean... Both Star Wars and horses were big in the seventies, right? But I, but you had Chris Christopherson, and I mean, I don't know. He seems like a ranch kind of guy. Yeah. Now there's a bunch of things. Like I found some TV show that I didn't even bother trying to figure out what it was that had episodes called "May the Horse Be With You." I didn't. It wasn't like a show I'd ever heard of. I didn't bother looking into it. <laughs> I didn't care. I got so over it when I found the 25th horsey video. <laughs> um, and then there's like a bunch of different people who have like use the pun may the horse be with you for non-reliant k related things more today in the internet world so i'm just saying that yeah for the time reliant k was sort of the first one across the the horse race uh the first in the horse race you know the racing of horses but metaphorically the joke they were the first to the finish line well like imagine water but not to the track danny uh then also over on tumblr Kate hyphen versus hyphen art posted a drawing they did of like a Princess Leia mermaid horse. And much like a liger, I'm sure it's bred for its skills and magic. I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mermaid. It's a horse mermaid. Yeah. With Princess Leia. It's hashtagged mermaid. I guess maybe in May they do the, like... Well, to that image, I say nay-nay. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. A uni- I mean, not unicorn, sorry. Like a mermaid horse thing. All the mythical creatures. I'm not really wow. sure. 
Um, oh, and then, okay, so I was kind of excited to find this because a topic we've brought up before was how Reliant K was supposed to have some sort of partnership with Abercrombie and Fitch. I found that again recently as well. Like, did you find an article about, the like, with their manager or something? I know. Sorry to I, jump the gun. What I found <laughs> when was... When I did the deep dive for For the Band last week, I found another article about that as well that I was going to bring up in another episode. But okay. I hope this isn't it. <laughs> uh, so this is from... It's just a short article from the Nashville Business Journal. Okay, this is not About it. what that partnership was supposed to look like. Right. Okay. So this article was published October 24th, 2001. At 5.03 p.m. Central. <laughs> oh, good. Where were you, Jess? At 5.03 Central that day. Whatever wow. day you said. October 24th, 2001. I don't know. I guess I would have just gotten done with school. I don't know. Um, pop rock group Reliant K, an artist on Brentwood-based label Goatee Records, has agreed to a multimedia campaign with retail chain Abercrombie & Fitch. What? The campaign includes... What? In-store video play. They're a Christian band. They can't do that. The campaign includes in-store video play, photos, and question and answer sessions with the band on the retailer's website, www.abercrombie.com. Are they even Christian anymore? How could they do this? On November 2nd, Abercrombie and Fitch TV will feature downhill mountain biking that will include Reliant K and parts of their songs, Kick Off, Pressing On, and May the Horse Be With You. Mm. The program will be broadcast nationwide at the retailer's stores during the holiday season. The partnership marks Abercrombie and Fitch's first with a band. Wow. That would have been interesting. Wow, that was the first band they wanted to do something like this with. Yeah. And then a bunch of dumb, dumb <laughs> Christians protested because they didn't want this to happen. Well, why? Why wouldn't you want? Especially because they were a ministry at the time. It's just so, it's incredibly stupid. Yeah. I can almost understand like a band that came up in the Christian market that then is like, we're becoming an Abercrombie and Fitch band and we're going to show our junk and our chests <laughs> and we don't believe in God. <laughs> it's like, they actually said all that. Right. But if you're an active ministry band and you get a store in the mall to want to pick your band for the first time out of any band in the world it's to specifically amazing. work with, yeah. that's an amazing opportunity. Yeah. And for people to protest the label <laughs> because they want to minister to kids through Abercrombie and Fitch is so incredibly stupid. Yeah. Well, well, I found this other one that was like an interview with their manager or something at the time. Oh, okay. Because the phrase for the band is in there. Gotcha. It's like, this is an amazing <laughs> opportunity for the band. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know what it would have been like for Reliant K to perform <sighs> May the Horse Be With You for Abercrombie and Fitch, but we can see what it was like for them to play it in Conyers, Georgia on October 20th, 2001. So the day before that article was was published. Wow. So nobody here knows. <laughs> Reliant K's got big news to be released the next day. And here we go. This is 2001 Reliant K playing May the Horse Be With You. So we just had a new record come out called The Anatomy of the Tongue-in-Cheek. We're excited about it. Thank you. Some group participation. If you're, if you're feeling up for it, I almost got it. So, all in favor, all in favor, say nay. I wonder if this is the Electric Youth Tour because it's October 2001. Mm. So, this is probably yeah, with Fire yeah, and yeah, Frenzy. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. 
which you can hear all about in our next episode coming out <laughs> just two days from now. Five Iron Frenzies, either dead or dying. Technically, right now, they're dying because they're not dead anymore. They came back. We like the flavor. We like the flavor of... The crowd is so pumped to play and ready. And this album just came out, and people are like ready to rock to this song. (laughs) We love horses. You guys seem like you know it. If you know it, then uh, may the horse be with you. Yeah. So they add live a horsey recording into the. I'm going to keep saying horsey. This is anytime horses come up on this show from now on, I'm going to say horsey. I just said horsey so much because I was mocking all of the horsey videos, but now I'm just going to say it forever. So the whole crowd is like, nay! They're into it. Yeah, this is the kind of goofy, fun, Reliant K song that really drew me to the band. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a bigger, better song than Mood Rings or Sadie Hawkins' Pod. <laughs> like, it's far Sadie Hawkins' dance. I will do that now. That's the way I'll do it. You're I w- right. May the Horse Be With You is way better than Sadie Hawkins' Pod. When I was on Jimmy Eat Pod... I called the band Jimmy Eat Pod. Like, that's just what you do. And then when you talk about Blink-182, you say Blink-55. That's just what you do. We made a big mistake in I've our... I've literally never done that. I know. But we made a big mistake in our <laughs> podcast by not deriving our name from the band, therefore making people accidentally say the name of our podcast. Now people will just accidentally say the name of our podcast when they talk about one particular song. Big mistake. Big, big mistake. So that is Reliant K playing the song live. Um, then we have covers, and there is only one. <laughs> oh, wow. And unless you want to, let's hear Lakeisha Kruger first. Oh, heck Lakeisha yeah. Lakeisha Kruger's back. So not a real cover, just like some Pond 5 <laughs> stock music that's labeled as this song. And here it is. Ooh. Starts out kind of sounding like Mario going into a yeah, haunted castle. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. But then it starts to get some chill oh. beats to study to groove going. So what do you think? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Born it. in a stable with nothing to do. We make a game out of throwing our shoes. That's what it says. It's a lyric video. I feel like I'm about to like watch people make out in a in a reality TV show. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jessica's been watching so many reality TV it's shows so now. I referenced one last week because I hear her listening to it. Um, then there we all have our ways of coping, Danny. Yes, we do. I, then you can watch. Then we can just watch real quick. These two girls, Allie Mander. I guess it's. It's Ali Mander's YouTube show, 12 years ago. She and her friend do a lip sync, and we don't need to watch them lip sync, because who cares? But I do want to listen to their intro to the song. That is Ali. I'm Ali. Is that Ali Mander's? Yeah. 
Oh, they're both named Allie. Have we seen these two before? Because no, they look familiar. I don't think so, but we've seen a lot of two girls. <laughs> Never. We've seen a lot of. We've seen a lot no, of. No, we've no. seen a lot of two teen, two wholesome teen girls in One front of their webcam. One that's a little more like punk emo than the other. This happens a lot. Yeah. This happens a real lot. Yeah, it where does. it's two best best buds, BFFs. In front of their webcam, lip syncing or just goofing around. One's in front of blonde, the camera. one's brunette, or one's blonde adjacent, and one's like brunette adjacent. Yeah. All of these videos are 12, 11 years ago, and they lip sync. All they do is lip sync to stuff. Miley Cyrus's "See You Again," Taylor Swift "Our Song," uh, Paramore "Crush Crush Crush," uh, Weird Al we eBay song. <laughs> they do the weird song. Weird Al eBay song. Wow. You know, which is a parody of I Want It That Way. Yeah. Um, Flyleaf, nice. A Whole New World, High School Musical, Breaking Free. No, they like Miley Cyrus. Did they do the Weird Al cover of uh, Party in the USA, Party in the CIA? No, that was years later. Like, these girls stopped 11 oh. years ago. That oh. came out, like, five years ago? Six years ago? Oh, I guess. <laughs> Where does time yeah. go? You know, for, to know. me, re, to me, looking at this and being reminded that Taylor Swift has been around for 12 years, I'm like, I don't feel like that. I feel like Taylor Swift's relatively new. You know what I mean? No, because she, um, she had that song. She had that song. What was that one about? I the remember. Marry me. They met. They meet by the she, Romeo Juliet. and Juliet. Yeah. It's a Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. yeah, I remember. So Jessica went on to hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> But you wouldn't have known it when her first album came out. You love throwing me under the bus of, like, things Jessica hates. I hate Taylor Swift, too. It's fine. Let's see things Jessica likes for once. I don't know. Reliant K. Jessica likes Reliant K. Jessica (laughs) likes Twin Peaks. I'm looking around at items that are around. Jessica likes tiki bars. Yeah. Jessica likes microwaves. Uh, Coffee. Jessica likes... Tea. Tea. Jessica likes likes a Swiffer duster. She likes... uh, Organic Art. supplements. Organic supplements, yeah. <laughs> um, she likes wooden spoons he, and towel, paper towel holders. As you were saying about Taylor Swift. Nothing. I said it. So like, it's okay. just weird to me that Taylor Swift has been around for 12 years. I feel like she should only been around for six years. Because she had that, that song we were talking about that came yes. out around the time that you proposed to I me. know, but that just doesn't connect in the time frame for me. Whatever. Who cares? Here's That's what these girls have. That's why I like that song, though, because it was about... Asking your her dad's her dad, permission, and you asked yeah, my dad's permission. Yeah, because famously your dad hated me, <laughs> and he almost didn't. And and we were gonna break up, and I called you, and you thought we were gonna break up, and then I got down on my knees and I held on a ring, and I said, "Marry me, Jessica, yeah. and you never want to be alone." <laughs> I, I talked to your dad. May the horse be with you. My dad doesn't hate Danny. No, I actually remember the night I told your dad, asked your dad, I would like to marry you. I, we had all had dinner and he and I were standing outside by the porch looking at the sky or whatever, looking at the trees. I don't know. We were looking out. So we were standing outside and I was like, I want to let you know I'd like to marry Jessica. And he was like, well, I've been expecting this for a long time. So, of course. Sweet. But then he said, first you must, <laughs> first you must do the three challenges. That would have been awesome. Bring me the head of a Medusa. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Who cares? Remember, we're going to keep this episode short. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's the only, so you get it, two girls, and then they say, like, this song's weird, and who cares? Um, here's the only cover of the song that exists. 
Here you go, Jess. This is by Top Notch Nachos. Wow. Just <laughs> so wow. it's just two dudes. He this guy has a very Bobby Moon. Energy. He's wearing a yellow button-down shirt with only the top button done, so like he, you can see his chest as he jumps around and stuff. And he's super energetic, and he's very, very Bobby Moon. And I'm even wondering if it could actually be Bobby Moon. And there's a guy on in someone a, else's in a, channel. There's a guy. The guy playing guitar is wearing a horse head mask thing. I swear, this guy. Rem- we haven't. We haven't talked about Bobby Moon in a really long time because he was this YouTuber that we discovered who had a couple of Reliant K videos. Super early. And super early just happened to do a bunch of the songs we picked early and just happens to have not had songs that we've done recently. Except I think I missed Must Have Done Something Right. Oh, um, man. <laughs> but out of all the songs we've done recently, that's the only one we, we've missed. This guy really seems like Bobby Moon. I'm like, is this Bobby Moon and his friends or something? I, I swear, he looks like him. <laughs> Bobby but Moon Bobby and Moon's friends. webcam, Bobby Moon's webcam is so bad. His because all his videos were shot like 12 years ago and stuff, and all his webcams are like 10 DPI, so you can't really get a good look at him. And I swear, yeah. this guy's got the same energy and voice. Now it's this guy that Jessica just described, who I think my is Bobby Moon or Bobby Moon's cousin wearing a yellow shirt with just the top button buttoned and then behind him is a guy playing guitar in a in a horse mask and it looks like this sounds like this and the cameraman's laughing they've got a sweet jack white poster on the wall and bunk beds (laughs) he's doing very happy hands yeah He's looking at the lyrics off screen. Yeah. So that's the only real cover. Right on. Yep. Love it. And then, yeah, we've got a lot of... There's a couple of songs called May the Horse... There's two other songs that I found called May the Horse Be With You by other mm. people. One of them is actually... If you look... I didn't write them down because I was like... <laughs> one of them is like five minutes long or something. Oh, Wow. Uh, it's like a country song. It's an actual country song. Okay, it's that makes sense. Called, oh, there's so there's May the Horse Be With You by Thunder Horse. And then the one that I heard was Justin Johnson. And it's like an actual country-ish sort of song. It sounds like this. And it's about a horse named Darth Vader and the cowboy named Luke that rides him, which as a euphemism is very confusing because <laughs> that's his father. I don't understand but right on. it's not an actual Star Wars allegory. It's just they have. It's a story about a cowboy and his horse, and they just happen to have Star Wars names. Anyway, yeah, many, many, many horse videos, and I just don't think it's worth watching any of them because you can. You've just imagined all of them. Yes, you out there have all imagined all of them. It's just pictures of horses they found on google images and they put together to the song or it's footage of their own horses some of them are very sweet um some of them are like here's my horse named clopsy or whatever and then it's like footage of a day spent with clopsy and it's all very nice it's very sweet but like i also don't want to mock them for real (laughs) i don't want to mock those people for real if we play them there's nothing really to say 
You all get it. Horses are nice. Horses are nice. Nice, gentle creatures. Horses are nice. I I haven't seen that many... I haven't been up close with that many horses in real life. But when I have been, I always get very scared because I feel like they're going to bite my hand off. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're like big dogs, but like they're... They feel more mysterious to me than dogs. So there is a fan music video and it was filmed in England or something. And it starts with sort of a little sketch setup. This was uploaded 10 years ago by YouTube user 336512. <laughs> right I love their work. Yes. And it starts with a little film and then it goes into their music video. Hey, what's up? Horrible shot. Yeah. It's two people in bed. And shooting people in bed is always difficult in amateur film. It's mm-hmm. a very awkward thing to try to do, but they so managed to still. Place the camera at the foot of the bed. Yeah, here. they managed. They just pl- place the camera at the foot of the bed. That completely denies the rule of thirds. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's like seventy five percent blanket at the bottom of the screen, and then like two little heads about it's a very mile away. It's very artistic, Danny. It's very artistic. Yeah, two little tiny heads popping up out of the blanket. They're tiny little heads in the middle of the shot, and then a giant mirror in the back wall. Whatever. Here's what happens. You're not gonna like it. It could be Australian, actually. You can tell me anything. Okay, here it goes. He's got a secret to tell his girlfriend or his wife. They better be husband and wife. They're in bed, and he said he wants to be a horse. What? Well, I'm a horse. When I see them, they're just amazing. Okay, let me get this straight. You want to be a horse. Yeah, I do. I'm glad you understand. Another hugging. Oh, shot change. That's a slightly better. Oh, and now they're going to sleep, but it's the middle of the afternoon. (laughs) Whoa! And then they did like a zoom in on the guy's face and. I think they zoomed in as he dreams of being a horse. So now it's just a man in a horse mask. I assume it's a different man from. The one that was playing in the room with, with the previous cover and guy. And he's got one shoe on, one shoe off. Oh, now they're both off. Oh, and he's going through an actual track like the uh, self-titled album. Yeah. <laughs> Someone came over and tried to ride him and he pushed them off. So he's just a man in a horse mask going around dancing in an empty stable horse track type place. I didn't see how it ends, so he just does a bunch of crazy dances. He's in a stall at a at a horse track, I guess. And this, yeah. I, I don't think that's his girlfriend wife. But yeah, it, it totally is. Okay, she's running around. Whoa, on... What is this? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Go back. <laughs> There's no this describing this. Thing? There's no describing this playground thing. Okay, looks super dangerous. Okay. So what we're looking at here is there's like a playground structure. A playground type structure, and it's like. It's it's a Y shaped it's a U shaped rail. It's like a smile like shaped rail. With a skateboard rail. attached to it, and you hold on to an arm thing in the middle. You're right. There's no describing it. There's, there's <laughs> no arm thing in the middle. It looks amazing. It looks, looks so much it's, fun. It, and it I also looks go. incredibly dangerous. It does, but it looks so cool. Is that like a park thing, or is that like a horse thing? Uh, I- I think it's a park thing because now they're on the oh, teeter totters. Yeah. And he got in an elevator, and if he wants to be a horse, he shouldn't be getting in elevators. He's he, now he's doing interpretive dance, and now they're on the uh, the monkey bars. Yep. Yeah. He's high fiving and he's running off into the sunset, holding his girlfriend's hand, and the video ends. 
Oh, is she going to be a horse? Or she left him because he wants to be a horse? Yep. That's awful. Uh, every damn time. <sighs> and the note says, may the horse be with you. Nice. That's not, that's not nice. She leaves him because he wants to be a horse? No, I just meant the video was nice. That's <laughs> sad. <laughs> that's not fair. He opens up to the person that's supposed to love him and says, hey, I have a dream in my heart and it's to be a horse. And like, obviously he can't be a horse, but she's like, that's weird, I'm leaving. Like, it could be way weirder than that, lady. Good luck out there if that's, how you, if that's why you leave somebody. Uh, the horse masks continue. That's also the theme. Yeah. The, the, the main theme of what we're not playing is horsey videos, but right. the second biggest theme in weird... <laughs> abstract videos where people wear horse masks. Here's the third one. I think this is... Is there any, like, legit creepy furry stuff coming up? Because not interested. I don't think so. Oh, good. But, um, this, I think, is actually a television commercial that could or could not have actually aired on TV because it is exactly 30 seconds long for a German clothing brand. Nice. Called Christ Kind Clothing. It's, I guess, a Christian clothing company in Germany. But then it makes me wonder oh. if they even got the rights to the song from Goatee Records. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're in Germany huh. and it probably aired on local television. Maybe. Or maybe it's just an internet commercial. But let's watch. It's only 30 seconds long. So a man walks up. This does not look like a legit commercial. So one man walks up wearing a horse mask. And another walks up wearing just the front part of a Darth Vader mask. But they're otherwise wearing regular street clothes. And they're talking to each other in horse voices. So for some reason, the Darth Vader is also talking in a horse voice. Horse voice. Then the one in the horse mask gets down on the ground on all fours. And the guy in the Darth Vader mask gets on top of him. And they ride off together. And it says, Christ kind clothing. Unless it's like... <laughs> Christ kind clothing, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sproggets. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not even... Maybe it's not even a Christian company. Maybe it just happens to have the word Christ in it because it's like, I don't know, a European thing. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and then I knew... I was hoping that you'd be excited about this. Jess, can you tell me, are the Kansas, Kansas City Mavericks, are they NHL or are they a smaller league? The Kansas City Mavericks? I don't know. I don't know hockey very well. Uh, they're not NHL. They okay. might be um, They might be AHL. I'm sorry. I'm not a big hockey fan. I don't know every hockey team. So if I seem like a complete idiot for not knowing that the Kansas City Mavericks are not an <laughs> NHL team, I don't know how I would know that. Their mascot is apparently a horse. It's the ECHL. Okay. Now you're just making things up. The <laughs> ACHL. ECHL. ECHL. Whatever. You're just making things up. So here is Mac the Horse, which is not as fun as Mac Tonight. He's the mascot of the Kansas City Mavericks. And here's a highlight reel of his of his twenty eleven to twenty twelve season. So let's see this guy in a horse costume like harass people all over. He's wow. sumo wrestling. He's getting in a fist fight with one of the... Oh, he threw a pie at one of the players. He's in a playground. What's with horses in playground fetish? Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Well, now he's, he's in a football now game. Now he's in a football field, but I swear... Now he's at a hockey... Yeah, yeah. now he's at a hockey game. Okay. Yeah, he's a hockey thing. He's a hockey thing. 
Yeah, he's a hockey thing. I don't know why he's on the football field. Maybe he just, like, went to that football game as some sort of cross-promotional nonsense. Now he's laying in front of the Zamboni. That seems very, very dangerous. Oh, he's sliding. Look at him go. Now he's dressed like a superhero, and he's dancing with the cheerleader girls. He's dressed like Santa Claus. He's naked and got out of the bathroom, and I guess, like, the manager-type guy is upset. That's adorable. Now, unfortunately, Mac, the mascot for the Kansas City Mavericks, was shot in 2015. (laughs) Danny. It's terrible. He was replaced by a different one. YouTube's like, download the Skywalker saga today. No, thank you. Um... There's some Baptist youth group riding a mechanical bull to this song. There's a collection of backwards videos of like people throwing water and splashing through water backwards. Was that the thing that you found that you were going to be like, yes. oh, you'll like this? Oh, yes. okay. Because you like hockey. I do. I found pictures of a guy in some South American country holding a soccer ball, like a collection of, I don't I couldn't figure out what country. Or maybe Madrid. Maybe it's actually Spain. But it's just pictures of a soccer player set to oh, this yeah. song. It has nothing to do with horses. It has oh, nothing good. to do with Star Wars. has nothing to do with Three Lion K. Huh. It's just a guy and a soccer ball. I don't know if he's famous. I don't know if he plays for the major <laughs> soccer leagues. Football. I know that it's, it's a high-quality video because it says HQ at the end. It does say that. So there's that. Okay. And then this song seemed to be really big in 2009 for some reason. Because here's another... Because vi- so many videos are even oh, labeled 2009. Resurgence. resurgence in 2009. And as I've pointed out, this song is very popular for horsey people. <laughs> and someone uploaded... Like diagrams? Like no, I'll, diagrams? I'll, sh- I'll show you oh, what this okay. is. Jessica saw it a little too quickly. So Barbaro bar, bar, 267 uploaded in 2009 new briar releases for spring 2009 and then the video the first frame says just a glimpse of the wonders of 2009 and then they put together this youtube video letting you know about this toy company that would be releasing all of their horse horsey toys for 2009 quick step (laughs) (laughs) these are all the nice little horsey toys that are coming out for 2009 they were so excited because they must have got like creamsicle, creamsicle, mon grant garmin, mon gamin. Shasha Moon is a collector's choice spring edition. Shasta Moon. Shasta Moon. Nice. They were so melsmodelhorses.com. So someone wow. was so excited about the spring 2009 horsey model collection that was coming out that they put together a special cut for YouTube. Horsey to models the word. are big business, Dan. Don't judge. They are. Actually, you know, everyone's been saying, get into a new hobby during the lockdown. Uh-huh. Have you noticed all those packages that have been coming to the door? Yes. But you thought they were records and stuff yeah. and CDs. Yeah. You want to open one? No. <laughs> do you remember when, do you remember in Breaking Bad when he got really into, when the, when <laughs> Hank got really into minerals? minerals? <laughs> I got, I'm getting real, I'm going crazy and I'm getting really into horsey models. Oh no. That's why I picked the song this week. <laughs> So you asked if there's any, like, uh, furry stuff, and there's not, but there is, like, a brony thing. 
Not counts. brony. Well, I don't even know if it's because brony would be an adult man who's into My Little Pony, but this could be like a kid or something who made it. And then a Full Metal Alchemist AMV. And then we'll finally end, I swear, on a bunch of stuff that I found called May the Horse Be With You that had nothing to do with the Reliant K song. There's this cute little cartoon that I found by that name uh, that I don't need to play right now, but I just want to credit it because it looks really cool. Cute. It's by Pencilmation. So YouTube, Valo Pinku Pink has a show called Pencilmation, and they had a Horse Be With You cartoon. Um, here's a fun thing. <laughs> this is two girls, two ladies, I'm sorry, two grown ladies who have trained some horses. This is like a very professional looking horse training video where they trained them to oh. react to these toy lightsabers. Aww. So look, they're like stepping back really cool. and following the lightsabers. And they know what movements to make as they lift and point the lightsabers. And I should turn down this music just in case yeah. we get copyright strike. Oh, Disney. Because it's just, it's just Disney Star Wars music. Yeah, so these two ladies are just like helping, making the horses do turns and do back steps and side steps and guiding them with that, with the uh, lightsabers. That's fun. Then here's a guy who plays classical guitar, like classical gas, <laughs> classical gas style. Of the Star Wars themes mixed with the Mr. Ed theme song. And he called it May the Horse Be With You. I'm obsessed with this performance space that he's in with like the clockworks behind it. It says it's the Clockwork Cafe. Open mic night. So getting a copyright strike. <laughs> well, no, I mean, this is his performance of the song. Disney does not care, Danny. <laughs> and then finally, we'll end with this. In 2016, um, what's it called? American Horse Publications got very excited because they were having their annual meeting that year in Orlando. Not just anywhere, nice. but Orlando. Right on. So they wanted you to know that in 2016, May the Horse Be With You, and they show images of Disney World and Epcot Center. Yeah, the AHP, American Horse Publication, May the Horse Be With You seminar. Wow. This is like a trailer for a big horse seminar that was going to happen. Wow. With this very somber music, but then showing these big groups of smiling people enjoying Orlando. <laughs> and then here's all the oh, speakers the, yeah and journalists who are gonna be there all wow. the different it reminds me of the um fence tech commercial i did yeah. in college because <laughs> in college we did our after effects class and then it's a pretty derivative concept but <laughs> there was an actual convention for the fence industry in orlando that i kept seeing ads for so i did like a monster truck style commercial for a fence convention where it's like come on down to fence tech it was pretty good and this is just as, this is almost as dramatic except they use this very somber and sad music wow <laughs> it's like people <laughs> look at this they're excited because yeah. they're going to orlando yep. they love horses and they love the magical world of harry potter <laughs> and they love i drive <laughs> <laughs> 
And they love all that stuff. They're going to Orlando. They're looking forward to it. Wow. That's, this is their Vegas. And you know what happens at the American Horse Publications 2016 May the Horse Be With You convention. No, stays, stays. at yeah. the 2016 American Horse Publications May the Horse Be With You seminar. Wow. And that's May the Horse Be With You. Well, Danny, may the horse be with you. Well, it may be, but you can, the horse is with you and the horse is our show because we'll be back with a second episode this week. The horse is our show. The horse is this metaphor is our show and we will be with you twice this week. That's right. Today's episode and one later this week. Five Iron Frenzy. Stay safe out there. He's either dead or dying. (laughs) Don't do that.